With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You are listening to Chicago's Black Business Radio Network. All Black, All News, Are You for Thursday, July 6, 2012. This broadcast is designed to service the African-American communities in Chicago and around the world. Today's segment is called CBBN Business Journals. CBBN Business Journals will feature interviews with business owners and other innovators from around the world. I'm Sonia Cassandra Perdue, author of Black America, Asking Ourselves the Tough Questions, Book 1 2010, now available on Amazon.com, producer for this series and founder of Chicago's Black Business Network. We have close to 1,000 people networking with us now. Join us today and touch the world. It's been a great couple of weeks on Chicago's Black Business Radio Network. We've had the opportunity to interview Charles S. Dutton, an established entertainer who is directing The Obama Effect, and today we have the pleasure and honor of interviewing a first-time filmmaker of the film Greencastle, Mr. Karan Dunbar. We're going we're going to love it when we come back in time and listen to um, this interview with Karan uh, as his career blows up, and we'll uh, we'll say that we knew him then. Continuously on CBB and Business Journals, we get to meet some of the most creative people on the planet. We share these business visions with you, our listening audience for one reason, and that is to remind you over and over again that there is greatness in you. Our guest today is Mr. Karan Dunbar, who struggled for 10 years to raise funds for this film, Greencastle, as he was raising his own son. We want to welcome you to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. It's a pleasure being on your show. Am I saying your name correctly? Yes, you are. You know what? There's different ways to say it. It's Karan, (laughs) Karan. Quran, so you know what? I, I go by Quran, so trust me, it, 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 it's 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 common in this business. But yeah, and whatever you want to call me, my grandfather calls me Quran. But yeah, my name is just, I pronounce it Quran, so don't worry about it. You just answer to all of them. Okay, Quran, exactly. we're gonna try. We're gonna try and get that going. Now let me let's share a little bit about the film Quran. It's about loss, about loneliness, about hope, about love, which are all great ingredients for a film. The story is centered around Portier, a single father who works at a small town pet store and struggles against self-doubt and an unclear life direction while trying to raise his own son. That may not sound like it, but there is a little humor in this film. Now, in the midst of his quarter-life crisis, enters Leslie, an attractive woman, and she is beautiful, who's running from an ugly past. Poitier discovers that opportunity only comes to those who take chances, and he must come to terms with his own past before he can embrace his future and confidence. You can visit uh, the website, view the trailer, and get more information at greencastlethefilm.com. Karan, I want to thank you for being with us. Let's start off by talking about you, Karan the man. Tell us a little bit about you. 
Um, really nothing to talk about, no. Uh, for the most part, uh, I, I grew up uh, in Pennsylvania, originally from Hartford, Connecticut. Uh, after my mom uh, passed away, uh, I had the opportunity to move and live with her grandparents, which at that point I was living in West Hartford, Connecticut, and ended up moving to the other uh, suburbs of uh, pretty much urban, uh, excuse me, suburban uh, America. Greencastle is pretty much like any small town throughout the United States. So it's a lot different from Chicago. But at the end of the day, I've always had this uh, vision and goal. I don't know what it is. I believe it's you know my maker that put me here to uh, put this goal in me to create films and tell stories. And uh, pretty much growing up, I've all, something I've always wanted to do. And uh, at the age of uh, what, 19, I had a son. So a lot of people would say, hey, you know what? go ahead and put that goal on the back burner or just get it out of your mind, but it's just something that wouldn't allow me to sleep and have rest until uh, I did that. I started out as a stand-up comedian. I was a kid that was always busting jokes in class, pretty much like the class clown, uh, but not like your traditional class clown. Like, you know, usually, um, I actually, in the, in the yearbook, I ended up being uh, uh, the class clown, and usually when you think of a class clown growing up, you think of that person like five years down the road that ends up, you know, being gunned down in a police hail when they're crust or you know, you know, in a motel eight or something like that, or maybe their meth lab exploding on them, like completely, you know, crazy kid. But I was pretty much had a sarcastic, dry sense of humor growing up and uh comedy allowed me to to uh get that taste of show business and that taste of entertainment. I've actually been on uh the second city out in your neck of the woods before so I had a lot of opportunity to uh, travel and meet different people I would not have been able to do um, just being based out of where I'm at. And I uh, decided a few years ago that I wanted to do, I was ready to do a film. In 2001, uh, I started the film company, uh, Rags Riches Productions, and kind of got the tax ID number, all the business stuff. And from that point, that's why I said Green Castle's 10 years in the making, because I started that fund with the idea that in X amount of years, I would actually want to do a film, and here we are pretty much 10, 12 years later, and uh, the film is complete. And some people may not realize that uh, there are very few overnight successes. There is work behind uh, the greatness that we see, the finished product sometimes, and that's an example of it. Is this, is this your life story? Um, it is, and you, uh, I'm glad that you just said that. Everyone talks about overnight success. There is no such thing as overnight success. And a lot of times uh, people in my community, uh, friends in New York, Philly, and L.A., they're like, wow, a few years ago you were doing Sam Comedy. I'm like, overnight, wow, you're, you, know, you have an award-winning independent film, all of that. And they don't see all the countless hours and, and months and, and, and just years of just preparation for this. And the film is based generally off of uh, my life, and not my life in general, but to people you're, you interact with. And I, I think some of the most interesting people that I've, I've grown up with, I've heard their stories. And, and I'm always, I'm a listener, and I like to hear people's stories. And that's what that really inspires me is I'm the type of person that will be on the train, and just a random old guy will talk to me. And a lot of people would pretty much end that conversation there. But I like to hear what other people have to say, and just people around me are so unique that I had to tell their story. I had to tell my story. Uh, and with that being said, it's, it's people that are really close to me, they can see a scene and they realize, okay, I know where Quran was that point in his life. And, you know, everyone, I think you, myself, listeners, everyone has a story to tell. And I believe that every person in life 
um, if it's if it's written properly, has a great story. And I wanted something I knew about to be my first film, kind of like my my uh, coming out story. Great, great. You listen to CBB and Business Journals with Karan Dunbar, filmmaker of Green Castle. Now, paint a picture of us of the town Green Castle. All right. So, um, give you an idea. When I first moved to Green Castle, I grew up in West Hartford, Connecticut. The school I went to was uh, Dr. Martin Luther King High School. There's probably like one Italian kid and one Jewish kid that went to my school, and the rest were black and Hispanic. When I moved to Green Castle, it was completely different. Um, I was uh, probably one of maybe five minorities, blacks, uh, in Green Castle. Um, Green Castle is a beautiful place, though. Um, at the end of the day, it's pretty much uh, cow pastures, um, cows. Uh, we have Mennonites, Amish people. It's it's a it's rural. It's rural America, USA. Um, but it's not Mayberry. Um, it's it, it's a weird place to live. It's just basically your your typical middle class anywhere USA. It's not backwoods. When people like LA think of you know Pennsylvania, you think of Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and the rest in between is Alabama which that's not really the case. We do have different types of uh, cities, but for the most part, it's uh, it's a peaceful, quiet uh, uh, community. And um, that's I, I figured what better way to, uh, to, to what better canvas and, and, and quirky canvas to use than to uh, kind of tell my story of, of uh, an African-American living in, uh, in Green Castle. And the cool thing about it is no matter where you go and where we've screened at, people have lived, grown up, or spent some time in a small town. So I know a lot of people in L.A., they'll travel to these small towns to film. And I'm like, well, you know, why not use the, the necessary resources I have? And that's what I end up doing. But it's a small town. You should come out one time. You might like it. Absolutely. Now, why do you think that people don't associate black people with rural America? <laughs> um that's one thing that I've, I've always um, talked about. Uh, when you when you associate uh, black people, you associate major cities. And a lot of time, as, as a writer, you write what you know. And that's one thing. When you write what you know, you're very, very honest, and it, it comes out. The story comes out unique. And it's just it's just one of those things that people feel that you have to live in a major city. Minorities live in a major city, and they're not associated with it. Where if you live in suburban, you know, America, rural, whatever you want to call it, at the end of the day, you have no identity. And I have noticed that, and that's one thing that I, I, I just, by accident, um, lots of people, critics, uh, black filmmakers, that grew up in rural at one point, America, and then they moved to the major cities, and they they, they got a, a feel of Portier of how he lived. And that's something I didn't expect to do. Um, because that story needs to be told. I think it's a, it's a unique and it's a quirky and it's a very interesting story to uh, to have a perspective of if you if, if four people write a story, if you write a story and you're from Chicago, I write a story. I'm from Pennsylvania. Someone from the South writes a story, and someone from California writes a story. Okay, we can all be four African Americans, but at the end of the day, I guarantee you, our story is going to be told differently to the eyes of where we live at. Um, there are going to be four unique and interesting stories, and I don't honestly believe any story is going to be better than the other one. I think there will just be four perspectives. So this is my perspective of a black person living in rural Pennsylvania and any town USA, and, I, and that's what I, I think 
the, the general consensus is people really focus on major cities, and that's great, but there's a lot of amazing stories out there that are being told. Um, you, you go down south, all those small southern towns down south. I mean, some of the greatest stories have came from the south. So, again, this is just my uh, perspective of, uh, of, uh, of just one story. Now, you mentioned in our communications that you were a single father raising your son and, and that you'd been homeless. How does this affect your life and you being involved in the entertainment industry? Um, the, the thing about being a single father, it's my theory that every man should be a single father to understand what it is to 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 be a woman, understand what it is to, to, to raise a child. Um, I Obviously, my father was in the picture growing up. I mean, and that's—I mean, everyone has that story. So it, it's been told many, many times. But again, I could have pretty much fallen in this footsteps and said, "You know what? I'm—I'm I'm going to uh, the uh, the situation I was placed in. I ended up being a single father and raising my son and being homeless. I mean, that's another thing. I, it just sounds crazy, but I believe a lot of people, you know, should spend some time being homeless because you—you you, you start to appreciate the small things in life. You start to appreciate. You're, you're more appreciative of things. And just my son now, he's a very good kid, uh, very patient, very hardworking. And those are traits that you have to have as a single parent. You, you don't have all the luxuries. You make a lot of sacrifices, and there's a lot of hard work. What that, what that helped out in this, in this business right now is I'm going to do everything. I'm, I'm, when, I, when you first do a film, you don't have the budget to hire someone to do your, your PR in, in the beginning, and you don't have someone to – to uh, do, wear, wear all the different hats that other people should, so you end up wearing those hats. And being a single parent, you're used to that work ethic and you're not struggle. And I honestly think at this stage in the game, I don't think I'm the, the most talented actor, writer, director, but at the end of the day, I know that I, my work ethic, I've outworked a lot of my friends I've been in this business where I know I can look at them and say, I want to be where they're at in a few years, but they've either given up or their work ethic is n- not where it should be. And I think that I, I give that to, to being a, a single father is knowing that no matter what happens, you've got to keep crying, you've got to keep pushing forward. And that's the mentality I have as, as a filmmaker and as an actor, that that's my mentality and just keep pushing forward. And do you think that people who come through a struggle such as yourself and many, many other people, when they reach success, are they happier and do they handle it better? Is that your experience and what you see? You're you, you're absolutely right. Um, that's that's a very good point. Um, I, I think it can be two extremes, but for the most part, the general way is is you you've seen where you've been before, and when you reach a success, um, you're appreciative of it. The only difference is is when you reach a success, you always you know where you came from, and in the back of your head, um, you always have that fear that I have to keep pushing. Because you don't, when you've seen the other side, you don't want to go back there anymore. It's like I, I've seen a lot of stuff growing up, and <laughs> when you're there, you you don't want to go back anymore. So I think you become more motivated and a little bit obsessed with success and 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 pushing forward and not going back there. So to other people, I, I don't really know how to take compliments at film festivals. When we won our first award, I really didn't know what to say because I didn't expect it. I just want to go out and put a film out there, and. People may, may see it as okay. He just he's very you know he wants to keep pushing forward. But I I'm getting used to I'm not, I'm not used to being able to say okay hey you know you're a filmmaker and going to different mixer parties and going to different and being introduced as a filmmaker and an actor. So all the success 
I'm blessed to have it. But you know, at the end of the day, it just it's success is temporary. You have to keep pushing forward and have to keep rewriting um, and and recreating different opportunities out there because I want to keep doing this and I, I want to work myself out of a job to continue. I you know I work a a normal job. Uh, my day job, that, my other job, which is going on the film set and working on films, and eventually I want to work myself out of a job. Great. You're listening to Chicago's Black Business Radio Network. Today's segment is CBB and Business Journals. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, founder of Chicago's Black Business Network. We're going to take a short break and hear a word or two from our sponsors, and we're going to come back and talk to our guest today, Karan Dunbar, who struggled 10 years to raise funds for the film Greencastle, and that is getting great reviews and winning awards all across the country. You can view the trailer and get more information at Greencastle, the film. We want you to stay with us because we're going to come back and we're going to uh, go in depth with the film. Uh, great, be- great beginning interview and great to learn all of these things uh, about what's going on uh, behind the man. So we'll be we'll be right back with you. Stay with us. For true inspiration, check out singer, songwriter, and radio personality, Sylvia Fedrick. Sylvia, your sister under God's construction, brings to you her best in Christian contemporary gospel tunes. And they are available for download at www.sangseal.com. That's S-A-N-G-S-Y-L.com. Or you can visit her profile at Chicago Black Business Network. For bookings, call Sassy Michelle at 512-914-4221. Does your insurance company work for you? Hi, this is Ken Robinson, President and CEO of Ken Robinson & Associates Limited. We are an insurance brokerage firm located at 5963 West Madison Street, Chicago, Illinois. Our phone number is 773-626-0883. We make the insurance experience easier by shopping for you, saving you time and money. Our agency features the best insurance products, giving you the most competitive prices. We insure needs for less, featuring life, health, annuities, homeowners, Auto, SR-22, bond cards, business owner's policies, general contractor's liability, and vacant buildings. Now, we also offer coverages most major insurance companies no longer offer. Please call for a free quote at 773-626-0883. Partners in Community Building focuses on credit building, financial literacy, and homeownership for residents throughout Chicago and Illinois. All of our services are free. Call 312-328-0873 to get additional information on our homeownership counseling, rental assistance, Cook County foreclosure mediation, and small accessible repairs for seniors programs. PCIB is a HUD-certified nonprofit counseling agency committed to addressing the housing needs of all people. Call 312-328-0873 to schedule an appointment or visit us at www.pcibchicago.org. Somewhere a child is waiting. 
Somewhere a child is waiting for you, and unity parenting and counseling makes it possible for that child to be connected with his new family. Unity parenting and counseling will help you through the application process, training, and certification. Call Brenda Weatherspoon today at 312-455-0007 to be connected at the heart. Call 312-455-0007 today so that each day that child is closer to home. We're back, and you're listening to Chicago's Black Business Radio Network. Today's segment is CBB and Business Journals. I'm Sonia Cassandra Perdue, founder of Chicago's Black Business Network. We are reaching out to business owners to join us and be a part of this journey, or if you're interested in being a sponsor, simply give us a call at 773-609-2226. On, with us today on CBB and Business Journals is our guest, Mr. Karan Dunbar, who is an up-and-coming Filmmaker starring in Greencastle. Welcome back to the show. Let's talk about the film. Let's talk about the making of Greencastle. Tell us about the issues with creating an independent film like Greencastle or independent films in general, and then you tell us about the movie. Um, I guess there was a, uh, another filmmaker, uh, Chino Yuchuk, who made a very good point. She did uh, her first feature film called Alaska Land. Um, and we were talking one time and conversing about independent films, and she said that a quote that she had heard once, that creating a film is a little less short of a miracle, which is, is the God's honest truth. Um, I, I have a whole new respect. I've, I've always respected film, um, films before, um, specifically independent films. Uh, and, and the reason being is there's a lot that goes into it. And from the beginning, just I had a great mentor, uh, Han Scharler, which was pretty much my right-hand man and, and also helped out with the writing and a, a long-time comedy buddy that I've worked with for, for years. And he told me in the beginning, make sure you do things the right way. Everything that you hated about independent films that, that you were auditioning for or worked on, make sure you don't put in that project. And that's what I did. And there's a lot. I mean, money is the number one thing and finding people that are dedicated and have the same work ethic as you. You can have work ethic, but to match your work ethic – um, I'd say 30 times over, and that doesn't even count the, the extras that we used. We used over probably 300 extras. That doesn't count their work ethic, being on a set for 10 hours and just being able to take care of people. And that's the big thing. If you do things the right way and just have that, that blue-collar work mentality, because, I mean, that's what where I live at in Pennsylvania. It's, it's, it's a blue-collar area, and you, you pretty much work. And, and if you had that mentality with films, you'll go a long way. So it doesn't mean you'll be extremely successful, but to me, success is being able to complete a product that you're you're proud of. Um, but as for the film, the film is just what, what you, the, the intro that you gave just sums it up. Um, I try to let many different people relate to it. And it, it is a, a faith-based film as my, my situations as being, being a Christian and, and the, the struggles I faced with, with my faith. And, the film, I, I wanted to, like, have, the, when we came down to having the tagline of the film, like, what's the film with? Someone sees the film and they want to, before they see the film, they want to wrap it up in one sentence. And it was, if you never take chances, you never have opportunities. And that's pretty much the whole premise of, 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 of Poirier. He's a single father growing up in suburban uh, Pennsylvania. And he's, his, his wife's passed away. And he's between, um, you know, hope and, and regret. And a lot of times in life we have something that 
basically changes the way we interact with others or the way we, we doubt our faith, we doubt ourselves. And that's end up, what ended up happening to me, a situation that happened to me in my life. But I don't want to write about that in this film. I want it to be metaphorically speaking where other people can hear my message and they can take it for whatever they want to take it as. And he meets another person where she also is faced with issues and she also has things that have changed the way she interacts with other people. And a lot of times you are influenced by who you meet in your life, good and bad. And that's pretty much the premise behind the film. It's a real, it's a quirky, uh, uh, light faith, faith-based uh, drama about uh, a guy struggling to uh, kind of like, what does it all really mean in life? Great. I want to ask you first, very briefly, about the music in the film because it was really great. I did go to SoundCloud and listen to that music. I want you to tell us about the music, and then I'd like you to tell us about okay. uh, the other actors in the film in the last few minutes. Okay, uh, we we were we were so fortunate to get John Alfres. Um He has worked on over three thousand films. His latest film was a major motion picture uh, film uh, from the the uh, the, Rob, uh, the the actor Rob Lowe, um, Melt with You. Uh, that's was a major motion picture. It was in the theaters. Uh, my friends actually, when they heard about me working with him, they're like, I just saw the film in the movie theaters. You're working with John Alfred. I was like, yes. And I actually, another friend of mine worked with him as well, uh, a film called The Fields, which basically uh, premiered at the Buffalo Film Festival, which is a huge film festival. Uh, the guy's been around, and he's one of those guys that are, they're far and few between. He's willing to work with major motion pictures, and he's also willing to work with um, independent people of my budget. Um, he helped a lot with the sound. John Cimino. John Cimino was is a, a good friend of uh, Han Schaller. Uh, he, I could have actually worked with a better guy. Um, I, I came there with uh, – this was all a learning curve. So when I sat down with the session and we watched the film together, he wanted to know what I want to hear. He didn't give any suggestions. I, I'm not even a mus- musician or know anything. I can't even read music. And I remember sitting there and going, I want to hear his tune like, da, 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 da. Wheels over the piano, plays a tune. I'm like, that's it. That's exactly what I want. And he's like, perfect. And I mean, you don't get guys like that in your first film. I know that. I, I mean, uh, that's why I, I, I know that I'm blessed and very excited. You don't get guys that are that talented. So uh, we also got to work with uh, 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 other uh, musicians I, I really, really look up to. Uh, Jay Medeiros, which is um, a longtime hip-hop artist. He's been in the game for a while. He's not just kind of an indie guy. He's been mainstream. He's been on uh, Ruckus Records. He's worked with Talib Kweli, all these different talented guys. So he also uh, did the actually score, the song Fear and Safety. We got the rights to that, and he was really helpful working with that. And it was, that's a guy that one of my favorite hip-hop artists of all time, and being able to work with him was just really, just really exciting. Um, the actors, uh, we, the lead actress, Nikki Estridge, uh, we cast her. Um, she was actually the first person we cast, and uh, one of my, my second assistant director, uh, Thomas J. Smith, was like, that's the person. Of course, we went to the whole entire auditions, and she had two other very talented actresses that were in the runnings, but she just carried the film. She was wonderful to work with. Um, uh, Julian Dunning, which was played by my real-life son, Aurelius Dunbar, uh, he, his first film was a Spike Lee film called She Hate Me. So that was the second film to actually be in, but he actually played the, the other role as a smaller role. This role is a full-feature role, um, Dua Moore, he was from the movie Grand Torino with Clint Eastwood. Uh, he played Spider. He's the guy that shot Clint Eastwood at the end of the film. He was just great to work with. Christopher James Rayner played Rick, uh, just a funny guy. He actually was cast for a very, very small role with two lines, 
and we had to recast. And he was a, he was a he was a gamer. He came the whole way down from New York City, uh, no problems. Just a great guy to work with um, as well. Um, and and I mean the, the list goes on of so many different uh, talented actors uh, that we got to work with. Um, wonderful, wonderful. In the last minute, tell us uh, what you have. What do you have on your plate now? What does the future look like for you, Karan? Um, it's weird. The moment you uh, you always wish for the phones to start ringing, and, and they are. And there's a lot of uh, a lot of fin- independent projects that we either are looking to produce um, or, or or write. But in the meantime, right now, I'm giving Greencastle all of the uh, the success that it needs. But there's there, we're definitely working on two other projects. And right now we uh, we just are pretty much going to the basics, doing the exact correct steps you need to do to create a proper film. But right now I'm just uh, thanking God for everything that He's He's blessed uh, my film crew, my film family with. And just at, at that, at, we'll, we'll see what He says. You know, uh, God willing, and the creek don't rise. If He allows me to do another film, then so be it. And I have a feeling that just from things that have been going on the past few weeks, that we will definitely be doing another film. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, you certainly. Uh, took on this task and completed this task. You wrote, you direct, you start in it. That's a lot of roles to play in anything <laughs> in life. Period. <laughs> you did, yeah. and you yeah. did all of them, and uh, it's coming back uh, to reward you for all of that that hard work that you've done. And I'm very appreciative of you being here, and I look forward to. Seeing the film, uh, I do hope that I get an opportunity to see it here in Chicago very soon. Will we see it in Chicago soon? You definitely will, yeah. It will probably be there in about six months at a film festival out there, so you'll you'll definitely see it out there. That is wonderful, 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 and I I would definitely be there. I want to thank you so much for being with us today on CBBM Business Journal. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you. Who, that's our guest, Mr. Karan Dunbar, who is an up-and-coming filmmaker starring in who wrote and directed Green Castle. We want to remind you that you're listening to CBBN Business Journals. We're here at 11 a.m. Monday through Fridays. Come over and be a guest. We'd love to have you. Call us at 773-609-2226. Thank each of you for joining us, and we'll see you again tomorrow morning, 11 a.m., right here on CBBM Business Journals. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Goodbye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.